an appearance. It was great. It was cool to see. Well, you know, um, I love nothing, nothing more than to be given a microphone and told that, hey, I can talk sports for an infinite amount of time. So that's what we got. And we got a big afternoon. I have stacked the next three yes, hours. I saw that when you when you brought the guest list and I was like, man. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun. We're going to have a really, really good time uh, over the, the next three hours. We're going to Talk to uh, some some big names when it comes to college sports in the state of Louisiana, uh, no doubt. And so I'm uh, I'm really really excited to get this get this underway. But you know, I, it, it's one of those things when it comes to sports, Louisiana, the, the history I have with it. You know, I know you don't know this, Nick, because you were very young. I doubt you were watching TV news. But you know, I started in sports back in the mid '90s. With okay. KATC, I was the sports anchor. I know Brasda was here. He mm-hmm. was doing news. I was the sports director. He and I, at the end of newscast till, you know, one and two in the morning sometimes, would sit there and, and putt on the carpet, the old carpet <laughs> of KATC, and have putting contests because, you know, you're not necessarily really uh, ready to go to bed after you do those those newscasts. Right, so, right. But yeah, sports has been in my blood for a very long time and uh, actually own an NIL agency here in Louisiana. Oh, so yes, yeah. so uh, please give me a follow at, at Southern Coast Sports. And if you have any questions or anything that you want during uh, as we're going through with all of our guests this afternoon, please send a DM there and, and happy to ask those questions to our guests. And uh, 337-269-1077. Again, I'm going to give you that number one more time. 337-269-1077. That is the number to call in. Any questions on the table? We're going to be talking a lot of football this afternoon. We're definitely going to be talking uh, some baseball, women's basketball. So it's, it's going to be a fun afternoon, no doubt. Nick, what's your passion? What I, you know, I didn't even ask you that yeah, before no, we you're started fine. this. It's it's all good. Uh, I, yeah, I was a football player in high school. Uh, Offense, of, defense, uh, wide receiver, and safety. I was better at one than the other. I bet you can guess which one. Well, um, you know, I see your hands. Yes. I, yeah, I got it. I got it. Uh, but uh, it's okay. People, people look at me and they assume now. People look at me now and they assume that I was a lineman or something because I I was five foot eight. And I'll tell this to Brazza too. I was five foot eight, 180 pounds in high school. I got into college, and uh, now I'm five foot nine, 220 pounds. And I went more in one direction than the other, unfortunately. Just move you to linebacker. Yeah. Hey, speaking of wide receivers, we're going with our first guest this afternoon. Uh, I'm going to tell you, not going to be surprising if next fall we're talking about this guy maybe being one of the top five wide receivers that are taken in the draft. Now, you might remember him around here when he played for Como High School, but he has gone to Ole Miss, and all of the hype is around what Trey Harris is going to do for the Rebels, which for those of us here that are Tiger fans, that that could be a very painful game if he's burning our secondary. But Trey Harris, so excited to talk to you. Welcome into the show. How are you this afternoon? I'm good. Thank y'all for having me. Well, thank you for giving us the time. And I know that you guys are going through your summer workouts. So uh, is it hot enough for you guys out on the field or are they just keeping you guys indoors right now? <laughs> oh, it's, it's more than hot enough. Even even when we're in the indoor, I mean, you still can feel the heat out there. 
shit. Whenever you're walking outside, you can, hear, you can feel the heat. So, I mean, we really just working, grinding, just putting in the work for the season, getting ready for everybody, you know, putting in the dog days right now. So, just really grinding right now. Trey, you were one of the biggest wide receivers in the portal this uh, past year, and that is coming off of an unbelievable season playing for Louisiana Tech. I want to very quickly go through what your years were like when you were at Louisiana Tech. You were All-Conference USA in 21, All-Conference USA first team in 2022. You were a Bolitnikoff Award semifinalist in 2022. But you appeared in all 12 games. You made 12 starts at wide receiver during the 2022 season. That's pretty incredible considering in the modern game, you know, usually somebody's out for a game or two, especially playing the the receiver positions. But you led Louisiana Tech. This is the line I love. 935 yards receiving, 10 touchdowns, and you had 65 receptions. I mean, you... You put up half of that in the SEC, and people are going to go crazy. What is it looking like for you making the move over? How does Ole Miss plan on using you? Because there, the hype is real out there for you coming in this season. A lot of expectations. Um, the plan for this year really is to really get the ball rolling. I know we got a good running back. That's one thing. We have a really, really good running back, and I know that's going to get the box loaded. So, I mean, it's going to create a lot of one-on-ones outside. So, pretty much going to be doing the same thing I've been doing the past couple of years, winning against one-on-ones, winning against slants, and going up going up against smaller corners, going up against bigger corners, and really just head-topping, you know, really just trying to dominate and really show my force out there, you know. But really just the plan this year is to continue to run the ball, and then whenever those one-on-ones come out, it's – Go, let's go, go deep. That's one thing we go do for sure. Now, Ole Miss, they they did take a blow to the receiving core the beginning of May. Uh, former transfer wideout Chris Markle, Chris Marshall, I'm sorry, dismissed from the team for a violation of team rules. Uh, that again turns around and puts more pressure, more expectation on you. Uh, how are you handling that, and and what was your reaction when all of this went down? Um, I was a little bummed out because I had a relationship with Chris. Um, I had a relationship with his cousin as well. So I was a little bummed out. Uh, but, you know, that just put more pressure on me, just like you said. But um, I can handle it. I, I've always handled pressure. It ain't nothing really new to me, you know. I say one of the biggest things that I've learned from my parents is the ability to adapt. And I'm just going to adapt to the situation and really go out there and play and play my game. When they start talking about the wide receivers in the SEC. Your name is now going in there with Ricky Pearsall, with Squirrel Wright, with Malik Neighbors from LSU, Lad McConkey. I mean, these are these are big names that we're all very used to hearing. And now on that list is your name. Uh, what's that like for you? I mean, stepping into a conference like the SEC and before you've played one down, your name is already being mentioned in the likes of, of really a lot of SEC greats already. Um, it's not too much of a big deal to me, to be honest. Um, you know, I came here from a lower conference, like everybody knows. So I know people still go sleep on me. You know what? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with people sleeping. But with my name being thrown in the conversation with those, with those guys, you know, it's great to be in that company, and it's great to be noticed as one of the top guys in the SEC. But uh, it's not going to change much for me. It's 
just work every day, work hard every day, and really just go out there. And whenever you get to the whenever you get to the game, you know, everything will come to fruition. Everything that you relied on back in your training is gonna come out whenever you tire. So I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like. I feel like whenever, whenever the times, whenever times get tough, it's all gonna rely back to training and how hard you train in the off season. So, at the end of the day, whenever, whenever that game comes, y'all go see some, y'all go see some y'all like. I feel. Trey, you said you know people are still sleeping on you. I'm not sure how one sleeps on someone that's six three. You're 190 pounds. <laughs> I mean, you you are. Well, I'm saying that was the last numbers they listed. It, it, are you still 190, or have they put on some weight? Uh, I'm definitely a little bit bigger than that now, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm about two o five ish now, still about six three six four. But uh, just gonna go out there, play my game, be dominant regardless of the weight. So I go see I go see a, some good some big things from Ole Miss. I promise y'all that. Well, um, great the rest of the season. I don't think anybody here wants that to be when you play LSU. No offense. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about uh, the difference in moving from Conference USA over to the SEC. What do you think the biggest differences are going to be, uh, especially at a position like wide receiver? Um, probably the biggest differences for me is probably the physicality of like pretty much how how much the refs allow you to play. I feel like in SEC they allow you to play a little bit more physical. They're gonna let the Corners be a little bit more handsy, you know what? I'm I'm all for it. I like I like a handsy corner because it's easier to get them off you. So I mean, that's probably the biggest thing, the biggest difference I'm probably gonna see is the physicality. But uh, other than that, I don't think I'm gonna see much a, a huge difference to be honest. Because I've always been a bigger guy. I've always been usually one of the bigger receivers. So I think just seeing a little bit more physicality, maybe a little bit more speedy guys. But other than that, I don't really see much of a big difference, to be completely honest. Yeah, you talk about handsy defensive backs that are out there. But, you know, I I think one of the things that really set you apart in your years in Conference USA is the fact that you were trusted in those contested catch situations in working with – uh, Jackson Dart and working with Spencer and working with Walker Howard and we'll get to that in just a second but you know uh, what's that like are you becoming that trusted receiver I mean I know that the defensive back core for Ole Miss it, it's a bigger uh, defensive back core than really we see a lot in the modern game right now so uh, that's got to be a little bit different for workouts yeah it is a little bit different but you know at the end of the day, you're still playing football. I mean, you're going to make contested catches or you're either going to drop them. I mean, your job as receivers to receive the ball. So whenever you're able to get that trust from the QBs, it, it makes everything 10 times easier. They're able to really, really trust you and really throw you the ball even whenever it doesn't even look like you're open. <clears throat> So I did mention Walker Howard, a lot of interest around here, of course, with him entering the transfer portal and and deciding to uh, go to Ole Miss as well. If you looked at the spring game, uh, he definitely played for both sides, but he looked really good. Uh, What's your impression on working with him throughout the spring? Uh, He's a great guy, man. First first and foremost, he's a great guy off the field, just – a real fun guy. He's always helping his teammates around, always getting everybody to laugh. 
But secondly, on the field, he's a leader. That's that's one thing I, I've noticed. Even for how young he is, he's he's almost like a natural born leader. Um, he gets he gets the attention of everybody, and he commands the attention very well. And he's able to really move the ball and just able to make something out of nothing at times, as y'all see in the spring game. But the biggest thing for him that I've noticed is his natural born ability to lead. That's probably the biggest thing I've I've seen from him. So reading a, a lot of articles about you and, and what is expected of you going into this season, uh, one thing that I thought was very interesting is that there is talk that along with Marvin Harrison Jr. and then Malachi Corley, who is playing in Western Kentucky, that depending on your season, but if you have a season the way that you had at Louisiana Tech, you possibly could be the third or fourth receiver taken off the board. Uh, you hear things like that, and, you know, for a guy that's been playing football since you were a kid, you're that close to the dream. What what does that feel like? Um, At times it can be surreal, but at the end of the day, you still got to wake up every day, and you got to thank God first and foremost, and you got to realize that, one, you're not there yet. You got a whole year. You got a whole lot of days left until that actual day is there. So you still got to work. You still got to put in a whole lot of work. And that's not even just talking about football. That's talking about the schoolwork that that you got to come home and do and eating right and hydrating right and just taking care of your body. You got to do all those things while the season's going on. So for me, the biggest thing is just to continue to stack good day after good day and really just once you get those amount of good those back days, once they continue to contribute and contribute and contribute, you could be where you want to be. And, hey, hopefully in a year from now, I'll be exactly where I want to be at the drive right now. So, Well, Trey, I really appreciate you giving us uh, a little bit of your time this afternoon. I know that there are a lot of demands on you and, and what you are doing. Um, I want to let all of our listeners know if you want to follow Trey Harris on his Instagram, please, Trey Harris. It's T-R-E Harris underscore nine. Uh, give him a follow and, you know, keep up with what happens to him as he goes through this journey that hopefully for him will end up in the NFL. Trey, we certainly wish you the best of luck coming up this season. Just not too much luck against the LSU Tigers. And uh, we hopefully at some point we'll have a chance to talk to you down the road and have a great summer, survive the heat, and uh, have a great fall. Best of luck to you. Thank you for, for joining us. Thank you all so much for having me. And, hey, the LSU game will be one for you all to remember. I promise you all that. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Bye, Trey. All right, Trey Harris, wide receiver for the Old Miss Rebels and easily going to be one of the biggest names to watch in college football coming up this fall. Uh, again, for those of you that don't know, a graduate of Como High School. So uh, really cool that he gave us a few minutes here this afternoon to, to talk a little bit about mm. what we can expect for him. Great guy. Sure. Really yeah, great yeah, guy. Seems like a good guy, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back... Uh, talk a little bit on some of the headlines today, but at the bottom half of the hour, we're going to have a member of one of LSU's championship baseball team call in, talk a little bit about that beautiful Omaha one and what it's like to have that Branner. We'll be right back.
Good morning or good afternoon. This is Billy Rickman. Want to wish everybody a great July 4th. I, like many, will be off barbecuing. 1033 The Goat will be back next week. Here's another tip from Terrio Family Dental. Cavities, also known as caries or tooth decay, are the most common chronic disease of childhood in the United States. Untreated cavities can cause pain and infections that may lead to problems with eating, speaking, playing, and learning. Children who have poor oral health often miss more school and receive lower grades than children who don't. The good news is that cavities are preventable. Make sure your children keep their scheduled visits to their dentist. For more tips and advice from Terrio Family Dental, log on to this Town Square Media Radio Station's website. The caring and friendly staff at Terrio Family Dental can provide complete dental care for your entire family. They offer a large range of services for children and adults, including tooth-colored fillings, crowns, dentures, bridges, teeth whitening, ceramic braces, and Invisalign. And for those who may have some dental fears, Terrio Dental offers sedation dentistry. As always, new patients are welcome. See them at 121 Rue Louis XIV off College Saloon or in their new location, 329 Iberia Street, Youngsville, or visit LafayetteLADentist.com. It's the 84th annual ERAP 4th of July celebration, now through Monday in downtown ERAP. Great local bands, fire departments far and wide compete in the ultimate water fight showdown, plus a giant fireworks show the night of the 4th. Go to ERAP4thenumber4.com. We're going abroad for the first time in years to Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Don't miss July 4th savings now at Lowe's. Save up to an additional $1,000 on select major kitchen appliances. Plus, save up to $3,800 on select four-piece Samsung kitchen suites. And save on your choice of a DeWalt 20-volt max brushless drill kit or impact driver kit. Just $99 each for a limited time. Lowe's knows home improvement. Vial through 7.5. Appliance savings vary based on purchase amount. Selection varies by location. While supplies last. Exclusions apply. See Lowe's.com for details. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, AutoZone is here to help. What if I need a new one? We have the right batteries right here at America's number one battery destination. And what if I don't know how to connect it? No problem. We have a how-to for you at AutoZone.com. Restrictions apply. Don't miss July 4th savings now at Lowe's. Freshen up your home with buy one, get one 50% off on select interior and exterior paints and exterior stains via Lowe's gift card rebate. And get gardening with savings on stay green soil. Right now, buy three bags for just $10. Lowe's knows July 4th savings. Lowe's knows home improvement. Offers valid through 7.5. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii and selection varies by location. While supplies last. More terms and restrictions apply. See Lowe's.com slash rebates for details. Wendy's is open till midnight or later, so you can give in to the craving and go night mode. Now all of your favorite menu items just got their bedtime extended. You can get what you want even later, like the Baconator with six strips of bacon or the Perfect Fries and Frosty Duo. If you're up later, then so are we. So go ahead and pull through the drive-thru. When the craving hits, go night mode at Wendy's. Open till midnight or later. All right, see ya <clears throat> later. 
at participating U.S. Wendy's. Hours may vary. It's a long 4th of July weekend. A time to relax with friends and family, watch sports on the TV, barbecue, and enjoy ice-cold beer in the fridge or ice chest from Schilling Distributing. Locally owned since 1950, Schilling Distributing provides Acadiana with all the great Anheuser-Busch products you've been waiting to try. Schilling Distributing says have a safe and happy 4th of July weekend. Please drink responsibly and enjoy some of the many beverages Schilling Distributing has to offer. Pick up something in your favorite store today and cheers. If it's not the goat, then they're full of sheep. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Love is a burning thing. Welcome back in 103.3 The Goat. This is Amy Jones-Kane with you for the next uh, two hours and, uh, what, 30 minutes or so that we're together. Filling in for Dave Schultz, who was on vacation with his uh, mom, visiting his mom. So always happy to be given a microphone and told that can talk sports for a bit. So uh, big news today is uh, some of the layoffs, big names that have gotten laid off at ESPN and I'm going to tell you, frankly, I'm very sad that Susie Colber, I mean, coming up as yeah. a woman yes. in sports, yeah. it was very uh, unheard of, really, in the mid-90s, that maybe five or six of us. Right, uh, right. I, you know, I can remember going to games, and, and there was just nobody. It was me and mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. one other person that would be up in those press boxes. And uh, she was always just a class act and, and very sad uh, to see her, no. she's you know been on part of the Monday Night Football team for quite some say, time. Susie Colbert was part of my Monday Night Countdown absolutely. for as long as I can remember. Absolutely, so. and and then you know you were telling me some of the other big names. Tom McShay is gone. Keep Tom McShay being gone blows my mind. Yeah, he's one of the two best, most respected draft guys in in sports media. Keyshawn Johnson's gone. Max Kellerman's gone. Jalen Rose is gone. Uh, Matt Hasselbeck is gone. Who was very underrated in my opinion. Jeff Van Gundy. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, we knew it was coming. Right. We just didn't know who it was going to be. But, wow, that's that's quite amazing that all of those big names are the ones that uh, are not going to be a part of. And, I mean, those are really, I mean, that was part of living rooms every day. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, it really was. So it, it'll be very interesting to see the way that all of this reshuffling happens. So, Okay, moving on to bigger news than that, uh, the Saints rookies went and got snowballs. Yes. And um, I really am having a problem that the quarterback that we drafted this year went to, I mean, look, Louisiana is known for our snowballs, correct? Absolutely. And he goes and he gets plain ice? He gets plain ice. Jake Hayner got plain ice. Just ice. They can trade him now. You, you just yeah. you don't come here and, and do that now, and I, and I and I agree with you. Like that is a psychopathic thing to do, but that plays into my theory. And and my regular listeners who listen to the huddle in the mornings with me will know this: to be a good quarterback, I genuinely believe to be a good professional quarterback, you kind of have to be a little bit crazy. You just have to be. You, you got to be a little bit psycho because you got to be able to put yourself through so much discipline, and you have to be have such a an, like a. You know, it's like a beautiful mind kind of thing. You have to be able to put so much in your brain that maybe some of those like basic skills, like having a sense of taste, can kind of be shunted out of the window. Tom Brady, perfect example. I mean, 
I, I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can stay on that theory all I day long. I will stay with that I, theory all I, day long. I just can't. Some, of, I just some can't. of these, hey, look, A.T. Perry has my offensive rookie of the year vote because he did sour apple and cherry. There you that go. That is a delicious, delicious there you go. snowball combo. Other things going on with the Saints, kind of a quiet day, but there is some rumbling out there that there's one big free agent on defense that uh, he didn't have a great year last year, but there is some talk that to balance out Cam Jordan on the other side that the Saints should make a move and go after Jadavian Clowney. Um, Interesting, interesting prospect, but the issue with it is our new defensive coordinator coached him already Mm -hmm. and they didn't get along so there is some thought that you know it is a need for the saints that is a possibility for the saints but would he even be interested simply because of the personality clash that exists um you know i i think that anybody in saints nation knows we have got to get somebody to balance out cam jordan and yes. I don't think we have it yet. And I think that the names that are available are becoming fewer and far between. And, and that's a scary exciting, thing for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jadavian Klein, look, trust me. I, I mean, it's a name that still carries a lot of weight for those of us who watched him in college. Maybe not quite that And incredible. nobody will ever forget that college hit. That, 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 that hit. Yeah. And the fact that he grabbed the ball afterwards. Not right. only did he make the hit, not only did he make the strip, he also grabbed the ball afterwards. That will live forever in my mind. Rent free. But he hasn't necessarily always held up to that, and he definitely hasn't ever made a play like that since. But that doesn't mean he hasn't been an extremely serviceable defensive end since, I mean, especially the last couple of years. So, I mean, it's, it's sad about the hear about this personality clash because when you said Jadavian Clowney, I was like, that's a great fit. But, man, I really, I wonder if just being in the locker room with the guys can maybe change that, but that's me being hopeful. Yeah, it is. And I think for all of us that are looking for what is what are the Saints going to do to uh, plug that other side, you know, it, it's the moves are coming slow. And granted, they seem to be a slow-playing team. I understand mm-hmm. that. But it really um, it worries me. I will say that. Yeah, I think the Sean Payton aggression was not just on the field. It was on the, on the, in the offseason that I think is missed. Right, Saints fans are used to when Sean Payton wanted something or someone, he went out and he got it. Right, Dennis Allen seems much more like a let it come to me kind of guy, which there are different schools of thought in that because sometimes you got to wait for the right opportunity. But uh, I can tell Saints fans are getting a little impatient with uh, with the lack of help on that other side. Cam Jordan has given literally everything to this city. I think it's about time we give him something back. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we will have with us. Jared Bear Jones, he was part of that LSU championship team. He is part of the freshman All-American team and and truly uh, just a great guy, very interesting to talk to. So we're going to spend some time with him talking about the run in Gomaha, what it all felt like, and uh, really just to get his take on what the future looks like for LSU Tigers baseball. You are listening to 103.3 The Goat. We'll be right back. I can't get over how she set me free Oh, lonesome me Eat Lafayette 2023 shines a year-round spotlight on Lafayette's locally owned and operated restaurants. And now through September 10th, you can find great Eat Lafayette deals offered by some of the participating restaurants. 
103.3 The Goat, Acadiana's best sports talk, is proud to be a sponsor of Eat Lafayette and the Digital Passport. Download the Eat Lafayette Digital Passport today so you can check in when you eat at a participating restaurant. Each check-in will enter you to win airfare and a trip for two to Savannah, Georgia, courtesy of Wings Travel. There's something for everyone's taste bud. Plate lunches to fine dining, Italian to soul food when you choose an Eat Lafayette restaurant. Just go to 1033thegoat.com and click on the Eat Lafayette link at the top of the page. Eat Lafayette from Lafayette Travel and sponsored in part by the best sports talk in Acadiana, 1033thegoat and 1033thegoat.com. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but Mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like Mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. My son Finn was born with congenital heart disease, causing him to spend the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon, especially when he was so little. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part of creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how the Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927, St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today. We don't talk trash. There is no team in the National Football League right now more balanced than the Dallas Cowboys. We chew it up and spit it back out. Uh... 
1033 The Goat. Welcome back in. This is 103.3 The Goat. I'm Amy Jones King, filling in for Dave Schultz this afternoon. We're going straight to our next guest who is coming off of a national championship run in Gomaha, part of the LSU Tigers. Uh, he was a freshman All-American and All-Freshman SEC. I'm talking about none other than number 22, Jared Bear Jones. Bear, how are you? And welcome into the show. I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having me. Absolutely, and I appreciate you giving us the time. I know that you guys have done nothing but done interviews and uh, spent time signing autographs and, and taking every selfie that could possibly be imagined over the course of the last week. So I, I know you're tired, and to give us a, a few minutes here this afternoon, I really appreciate it. And I'm going to jump right in. Uh, how has it been for you guys to come back we're going to talk about Omaha, but I really want to talk about what it's been like when you guys got back to Louisiana and uh, seeing what the fan base here and the state has felt for you guys, uh, especially winning this championship. Yeah, I mean, it's been pretty surreal, I think. Um, kind of a funny story, but there was so much going on that I actually left one of the trophies on the bus. So uh, um, we're still looking for that. Hopefully I'll get it back. But um just seeing everybody show up. I mean, when we when we got off the plane and pulled up to Alex Park Stadium, returning from Omaha, there was you know probably a couple thousand people waiting for us outside of the stadium. So it just shows how much people care. I, I mean, I don't think you would see that anywhere else, um, and shows that uh, how much of an impact we made on a community and just as a state as a whole. Well, let me ask you this, and, and you're talking about nobody else has that. It seemed. From our perspective, and, and I know that there was certainly more LSU fans in the stands in uh, Charles Schwab Field than there were Florida fans, but did it really feel like a home game for you guys? It did. I, I remember uh, when we did the national anthem before the first game of the finals and everybody broke out in the LSU chant. I mean, it, it felt just as loud if not louder than Alex Buck Stadium on the Super Regional against Kentucky so it was I started like nodding my head and looking at my teammates like yeah this is it right here Barry you hit 302 for the season 49 hits 14 home runs including that blast that everybody still talks about when you took it over the scoreboard uh, were you expecting to come in and contribute that immediately on a team that was really so stacked with veteran players. I mean, you know, you look at what that roster looked like. I mean, you you had significant playing time this season. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it was something I was really grateful for coming in. I did not know what to expect for my freshman year, playing on such a loaded team like we were. Um, and I was just kind of hoping for any opportunity that I got, I would make the most of it. And uh, luckily... When my number was called early on in the year and for most of the year, you know, I was able to make the most of it. So just kind of grateful for my opportunities and look to make the most of them. So when you were playing first base, Trey Morgan, of course, out in left field and you guys were two total opposites. Let me ask this. I mean, you, you look at 
all of the uh, maneuvering that he does. You guys play the position totally different, but both so beautifully. Uh, how different is it for you? I mean, man, you're 6'4", 230 pounds. I mean, you should be playing tight end for Brian Kelly if we, we really want to be honest about it. So uh, what's it, it like for you playing a position that, I mean, you've got to get down a lot, the splits. Uh, you know, can you talk a little bit about playing that position? I mean, you came in as a catcher. For sure. And I, I think catch, playing catcher early on in my career helped me out with that. It kept me flexible and able to move pretty well. Um, you know, I was blessed to be, you know, 6'4", 240 pounds. So um, when I, you know, stretch to a ball, it's, it's not like I'm stretching uh, crazy amounts for my body if they're even a few feet off the bag, you know, just kind of what my wingspan allows me to do. So, um, you know, I give it a lot of credit to Trey. He he does some amazing things over there, and he's, you know, kind of handed me down the rope and the ladder and um, trying to help me out as well as I go through, and hopefully that'll be my spot uh, permanently next year. Bear, I have to ask you, what's it like watching Paul Skeen's pitch from the perspective that you guys got to see it this season? It's amazing. I think, you know, a lot of people probably see the, the velo and the numbers on everything and think, oh man, well that just must be hard to hit. But, you know, we, we face a lot of guys, this, a lot of guys this year that throw hard, um, but they don't have the command that he has for him to be able to throw a, a three Oh changeup or, a, you know, a three, one slider and any count that he wants to, he can throw any, any pitch, any location, anytime he wants to. And for that, uh, you know, you just have to tip your cap. Um, a lot of guys aren't able to do that. And so, for him to do that, it's something that's really special, and that's why he had the success that he had this year. So it's uh, news that's just coming out that March 1st through 3rd, and this is going to be exciting for a lot of people, uh, they are now bringing the uh, Texas Classic back to Minute Maid Park, and it is going to be, and this is quite the lineup for anybody that knows anything about college baseball it's going to be you guys texas texas state houston ul so the raging cajuns will be in there and vandy that's that's quite a weekend of college baseball early in the season yeah i know i i think they've played in it a couple times before and used to watch some of those games when i was a recruit so i'm super excited to get there obviously playing in a big league park is really cool so something that I'm looking forward to to next year for sure. Um, and it's going to be great baseball. I'm sure that LSU-Texas game will be sold out. Uh, probably have, you know, close to 30,000 people there. Hey, speaking of next year, so uh, I'm assuming you've had your exit interviews, have, have talked to Coach Johnson, and uh, what does it look like for you next year? What, what are you – going to do to get yourself ready for what the next season because he, he look he's brought you up in every interview when they talk about what's next after this championship I mean you're mentioned in every conversation that he has uh so what does that look like for you to be prepared for the unbelievable amount of attention and time that uh, you will be getting next year yeah, um, like I said, we just had our exit meetings, um, and now I'm back home. But we'll be heading up to Cape Cod, Massachusetts for the summer um, to get back into the swing of things with baseball. So just going up there um, and taking quality at-bats uh, against really good competition. 
Um, coming into the fall next year with, you know, I have an expectation of how it went based off last fall, and I can kind of better understand the scheduling and how my body needs to prepare and be uh, rested for everything. And then going into the season, I'll know what's uh, expected out of me. Um, you know, I'm going to hit top five in the lineup every day is, is my assumption. So just being ready to um, be be ready to go in, in the middle part of the lineup and just kind of get on base for guys to drive me in and, and drive runners in when guys are on base. So you're going up to Cape Cod. That's the wood, back, wood bat league up there. Uh, what's the difference? I know you swing a Marucci bat. What is the difference for you uh, going up there and hitting those wood bats versus what it's like playing in NCAA D1 college baseball? Yeah, I think the biggest difference is uh, the consi- consistency of contact. Um, a wood bat and, and metal, when you, when you hit them right, I don't think there's much of a difference at all. Um, it's just when you catch a wood bat a little bit more off the hand or a little bit more off the end of the bat, you're going to break it, um, and you're not going to get as hard as contact as you would. So I think aluminum bats are much more forgiving. Um, so I think using a wood bat can be very beneficial to help with consistency of barrels and and just kind of knowing where you are as a hitter. Yeah, I, I have to tell you, Bear, I think one of uh, everybody's favorite at-bats of anyone during the regular season was certainly the at-bat that you had against Kentucky. I heard your mom didn't like it too much, but I think everybody else loved it. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it, it actually keeps popping up on the timeline on Instagram, so it's pretty funny. I got a couple buddies that'll send it to me once or twice a week, so... Uh, for sure something that's been uh, pretty memorable. Um, I don't know if it's for the right reasons or the wrong reasons, but something we can look back at and and laugh now, especially uh, that we've won the whole thing and the season's over. I mean, come on, you became a meme because of that. I I, I don't know how that can be an at-bat when when you become a meme. I thought that was fantastic. Uh, Now, let let uh, let me ask you this. The nickname Bear... How did that happen? Uh, if you don't mind, I, I know that, you know, they call you Jared, and yet at the same time, when you look at all of the socials for LSU, they love using Bear. I know you go by Bear. How did that nickname even come about? Yeah, so um, I have an older brother, um, and his name is Jackson after Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Um, and while my parents were on a trip there, they, they encountered a moose. Um, so his nickname, once he was born, uh, became Moose. So five years later, I come along, and my mom just wanted something to go with that, and she came up with Jer Bear. Um, and my dad kind of was like, eh, yeah, we can go with that. And as I got older, he just kind of cut off the Jer and just kind of went with Bear, and, and it stuck. And um, ever since Little League, that's just kind of been my nickname. Well, it's certainly one of the better nicknames uh for anyone that's playing for lsu I, I think everybody loves loves knowing that that we have a bear and you know i said this when everything happened against kentucky there there needs to be a whole campaign based around you of don't poke the bear so well i tell you this jared we really do appreciate you spending this time with us this afternoon we wish you all the best of luck as you move into your sophomore season uh have fun up in cape cod if you got to go swing wooden bats there are worse places in the united states to get to spend a summer and uh, we certainly are going to be looking for everything 
that you will do when you get back. And and it's been a great run. Thank you for what you were a part of for the state of Louisiana. I have to tell you, the last month has been absolutely incredible. And uh, let's do it again next year. What do you say? Sounds awesome. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Thank you, Jared. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Jared Bear Jones, and and I'm telling you, he's going to be a monster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything he I've seen from him so far this season suggests he's going to be great. Yeah, he's gonna he is. He's going to be really great. And yeah, he is. he's part of a team that made our job a lot easier this month. Usually June's a tough month yes. for content. But when Man, LSU's you know, doing like this. I forgot to ask him, has he cut off the playoff mullet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. Is it is the mullet gone? Cause one the, of the few the, things I regret about them not being able to do like video calling in here is we can't really see. Yeah, what you know, they the look like now. Yeah. But I, I will say, by the championship game, they they were they were looking haggard. Yes, they yeah. absolutely were. So haggard like Merle. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that was fun. That was fun. So we're going to be back. Uh, more guests coming your way, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit more. I want to talk Pels and this whole deal about what is going on with. Are we going to uh, trade Donald Junis? I yeah. mean, big deal, big deal. Let's let's talk a little bit more about that on the other side of the break. You're listening to 103.3, The Goat. And it's knowing I'm not shackled by forgotten words and bonds and the ink stains that are dried upon some line that keeps you in the back roads by the rivers of my memory. It keeps you ever gentle on my mind. Well, good morning or good afternoon. This is Billy Rickman. Want to wish everybody a great July 4th. I, like many, will be off barbecuing. 1033 The Goat will be back next week. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family. I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption. Lexi, Connor, and Lashona now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted, it was like, wow, I get to settle, and this is permanent. After I was adopted, I felt happy. Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I want to be. Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption Find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the LHSAA, are the 110,000 high school sports students in Louisiana. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. 
The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment. Access to the veterans' benefits they've earned. Accessible homes and vehicles. And access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, No Other Veterans Organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at pva.org. 1033 The Goat. I don't care how fast you are or how big you are. Somebody's going to be faster and somebody's going to be bigger. The greatest sports talk of all time. Ah! Buckle up, boys. Time to go to work. 1033 The Goat. Like the pine trees lining the winding road. I've got a name. I've got a name. Welcome back in to 103.3 The Goat. This is Amy Jones Kane. I'm filling in for Dave Schultz this afternoon and taking you the rest of the way until six o'clock. The NBA open period to start talking with free, uh, unrestricted free agents is going to start here in about an hour and 10 minutes. And it'll be very interesting to see where some of the big names go. Of course, Kyrie Irving is out there. Fred Van Fleet is out there. There's some talk right now about uh, what is going to happen with Damian Lillard and whether or not that uh, trade happens. I'm hearing the 76ers there. But when we look at the Pels, you know, uh, the big talk over the last few days has been whether or not we trade Jonas Valchunas. And, you know, I love Jonas as a person. I, I really do. I love him as a player on the offensive side most of the time. But when it is crunch time, that fourth quarter defense, it, it's painful. Yeah. And I think that what we are looking at, especially over uh, the course of the last season, and I think we got a very good sample with that. Uh, you know, he had to play so much with the injuries that we saw to Zion, that it'll be really uh, fascinating to see what the Pels do to react to these nimble centers that are coming into the league. And, you know, as much as I love Jonas, I don't think he does the Pels any service when it comes to having what is necessary down the stretch in crunch time defensively. Yeah. I agree with you. I just think I think Jonas just isn't. He's not going to be the right choice. But what concerns me about it a lot is it seems like there's not a lot you can replace him with that's out there and available. And what makes it even worse is you're also losing Willie Hernan Gomez. I'm not a fan of his at all. Well, I'm we, not a we, fan we, of Willie. That's even still though. Yeah, I, I don't. That just to even me more depth that you're losing. Yeah, Willie Hernan Gomez can't hold on to the ball, and and that I will tell you is is my. Biggest yes. problem. Yeah, biggest problem with him. So we're going to go to the phone lines right now. 
Welcome in. This is 103.3 The Goat. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you all doing this afternoon? Doing well. We're inside, so you can't you can't complain as long as you're not out in the heat, right? Yes, I understand. Yes, good to be inside in the air conditioning. I got a quick question for you all, uh, and it just I was just reminded of it, and I've been having this question for right now. It's probably past three days, maybe. Okay, here's the question: How did we allow? I guess I would say the lead player or lead scorer, whatever he is on UL's basketball team, how did that guy get away and now he's no longer a part of our UL men's basketball team? The transfer portal was involved too. How did this happen, guys, if y'all have heard anything? Because a lot of us don't know nothing, but we've seen so far what has happened here. Golly, you. We were just about to begin the building process with that young man along with the rest. Talk about that young man who is now headed to Memphis, if y'all don't mind. Thank you. Thanks for the question. And I think that the easiest way to answer that is the the, the NIL. Uh, You know, uh, and that's what's going to happen to a lot of your mid-major programs like UL, that you're going to have breakout players like Brown who just have tremendous seasons. Uh, decide not to go and play in the NBA, decide that they're going to come back, but there's money out there for them. And Mm -hmm. there are a lot of Power 5 schools with a lot of money to go and be able to pick up these mid-major players, put them on their rosters, and these players will have immediate impacts for those programs. And at the same time, what he's looking to do is, is... Raises draft stock. Raises draft stock. So he, and he's making some money while doing it? Absolutely. He's going to make some money to, to play college ball yeah. and then turn around and raise his draft stock, get him into uh, hopefully a round one position in the NBA and be able to go and have the career that he wants. You mm. know, I think that when he probably got his NBA report from his agent, what it looked like was that his competition throughout the entire season didn't show enough testing if you will, um, against that NBA-type player mm-hmm. that you see in the Power Five, at least. And uh, and I I think the answer for that is is really simple. And it's not, that isn't going to stop. I will tell mm-hmm. you that any player that develops really well in mid-major conferences is going to get pulled, no matter what, into a Power Five conference unless there is just love, loyalty, or frankly, uh, a good bit of nil money that mm-hmm. will keep them where they are. Yeah, and I, I mean, for for Jordan Brown, like someone as talented as him, who I genuinely believe, with the right development, could have a future in basketball and professionally. You you got to take your you got to you know bet on yourself, as they say. You got to take your chance. And if he thinks moving up to a more power five style, something more uh, visible. That the NBA respects more, admittedly, will give them a better chance to get in that and draft. So that's gonna, realistically the answer. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We've got some big guests coming up in hour two of the show. So stay with us. You're listening to 103.3 The Goat. I'm 
Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. Later deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At 4 in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just got to hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. I learned patience from my adoptive dad. All he had to say was, Hey, you got this. Just breathe. Hey. <laughs> We're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to start a band. <laughs> Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. <laughs> Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. I'm Shanola Hampton. I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at FeedingAmerica.org. 1033 The Goat. That's the one. K277DQ Lafayette, 1420KPEL Lafayette. Don't let someone get your goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back, baby! I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am the father. Buckle up, Acadiana. I feel the need.